Welcome to Penn State. On this episode of Welcome Up, extended orientation, how is it different from virtual orientation, and do I really have to go? I'm Jordan Emily, and this is Welcome Up. And welcome back to the show, everyone. I hope that you are doing well wherever you're listening in. This is the first official episode after our pilot episode of Welcome Up, a podcast for students, narrated by students. And today, we are covering something new to Penn State University Park, extended orientation. It is not new student orientation, not transfer student orientation, and not even change of campus orientation. This, my friends, is extended orientation. Something completely new specifically for this year, and it is at the front of making sure first-year in-person Penn Staters have a successful transition to University Park. That being said, extended orientation couldn't be possible without the help of some incredible staff. Two of them I have had the pleasure of knowing for about a year and a half now. Here is my interview with Maddie Bentz and Nate Gillespie, the student staff coordinators for student orientation and transition programs. All right, what is up, everybody? I'm sitting down with Maddie Bentz and Nate Gillespie, the student staff coordinators for student orientation and transition programs for the 2019 and 2020 academic year, here to give you a little insight on what extended orientation is, why do we have it, should you go, how is it different, lots of different questions, all going to be answered right here, but first, I would let I would like to let them introduce themselves. So Maddie and Nate, go ahead and introduce yourselves and tell us a little bit about what you do. Uh, hey everyone, I'm Maddie Bentz. I am a senior studying agricultural and extension education. I'm from a really small town called Epping, New Hampshire. Uh, go New England all the way. Um, I am one of the student staff coordinators for this year's orientation team. Uh, basically what I do is uh, recruit, hire, train, and basically manage the 2020 orientation team. Uh, what's poppin', everybody? I am Nate Gillespie. I'm a junior. I'm studying secondary education English, and I'm from Spring Mills, Pennsylvania, which is a small town not too far from uh, Penn State. Um, I'm also uh, one of the student staff coordinators, as Jordan said, and, you know, everything that Maddie does, I do that as well and he does it well and she does it well and they are incredible what they do and we're excited to be sitting down with them we have a couple different questions for them by a couple i mean two um and we have decided who's going to tackle which one before we even recorded this so it should be flawless and we're all excited about it <laughs> so the first question is how is extended orientation different from virtual orientation I'll field this one, Jordan. Um, extended orientation is different from virtual orientation in that um, I, I suppose the, the biggest and most obvious change is that virtual orientation was uh, virtual and extended orientation has, uh, has a large in-person component, um, which really you know, allows for more one-on-one -on -one interaction um, between students uh, among each other and, and between the student and their orientation leader. So, you know, that that's really awesome because that gives, you know, that, that just provides a, a unique opportunity for, uh, a, to make an early connection um, when students first get here. And additionally, the, the other big change is that extended orientation is university park specific, whereas our virtual orientation program this year um, was focused more on Penn State as a whole across the Commonwealth. Uh, this, this extended orientation program will 
focus uniquely on University Park. It'll give students a chance to see the campus, to see some buildings on campus, that, to be in an actual classroom. Um, and, and so it's a really, a really exciting opportunity for students to, to, to get involved right from, the, right from the start. Awesome, yeah, thank you, Nate. And why, why do students need to participate in extended orientation, right? So obviously um, students could come and to, to University Park and they could say, you know, I don't really wanna go out there and I don't really wanna meet new people. I don't really wanna see new buildings. I don't, wanna, I don't really wanna be acclimated to the campus. So, you know, why do students need to participate in extended orientation? Um, well, for starters, it's super important that I just echoing everything Nate said that they do get acclimated to campus. Um, it can be very daunting coming to University Park. A lot of people see it as this big, massive campus that's going to be hard to tackle and figure out and navigate. Um, so through extended orientation, students will be able to start feeling their way around campus, learning the roads, the buildings, uh, getting into like the rhythm and the feel of what coming into classrooms is going to be like and what going out is specifically in regards to uh, having to maintain six feet between people and wearing the necessary PPE so that we all can be safe and healthy. Uh, so extended orientation is also going to help um, not just students, but orientation leaders as well, start to get a feel for what nuances are going to be coming this semester in order to keep us all safe and healthy. Um, in addition to all of that, the content that we're talking about is vital to student success in just being a human being in college. Uh, we're talking about some very important things such as like being responsible and, um, you know, knowing how to go out and have fun, but also being safe and knowing your limits and important issues like sexual assault on campuses and what the reporting options are. Um, and, and once again, just how to keep yourself and those around you and the broader community as safe as possible. Uh, and these were conversations that are very difficult to have over Zoom through our virtual orientation. So now with extended orientation, we're provided that opportunity to really just be real with these incoming students and talk candidly from a student perspective about very important things in, um, very important things on campus that will continue to help them throughout their Penn State career. Absolutely, it's a, it's a really big opportunity um, for students. It's a, it's a necessary opportunity for students to be successful at Penn State, right? Successful in the transition to Penn State is what we're all about. So, um, you know, really exciting that we're able to do that do that for them. And I know that these two are, are you know, planning and, and working and preparing very, very well to, to help these students be as successful as they possibly can be. So it's really exciting to be working alongside of them. Um, I do want to ask a question that, so like I said, before we had texted and, and, you know, decided what questions we were going to ask and how we were going to talk about it. But I do want to ask a question on the spot and ask them. We'll start with Nate since Maddie just went. Looking back on your first year and the orientation experience that you had, what is one thing that you wish that you did differently at orientation now that you are working in the orientation business? Thanks, Jordan. I think that's a, that's a great question. Um, one thing that I wish I had done a little bit differently at my orientation was put myself out there a little bit more. Um, and, and I think that that's something that a lot of students experience is, you know, you come to, you come to your orientation program and, and you kind of want to put up like a front that that you're so cool and and you know you don't you don't need to to be super talkative and stuff and i know that's definitely what i did um but 
but I wish that I had, I wish I had been more proactive and more outgoing from the start and like talk to different people in my group. That's not to say I didn't make friends at my orientation program. I definitely did. And, and people that I'm still friends with to this day. Um, but I wish that I had, had used the opportunity a little bit more to, to talk and, and branch out and reach out to, to an even wider network of people because, you know, you meet some really great people during orientation. Um, and by putting yourself out there, the more people that you can just, you know, have a, have a short conversation with, the more connections you'll have uh, as you as you head into your first year, which um, is always great to have. And Maddie, the same question for you. Um, what is one thing looking back at your orientation experience? Do you wish that you maybe did differently or maybe you paid more attention to? Um, what is something that you now know from from working in this that is so important that you know, looking back on when you did it, you said, man, I, I wish that I would have paid a little bit more attention. I wish I would have done this to make my experience a little bit better. Uh, yeah, great question. Um, kind of the same answer as Nate, but I'm going to take it in like a little bit of a different lens. Um, I wish I had cared less about how I looked in front of my peers. Um, one thing I've learned in working in orientation and even just like my lived experience as a student on campus is that uh, everyone is going through this transition at the same time. So everyone is kind of like this awkward freshman who's trying to figure out their way and is trying to find like their friends and their social circles and where they belong. Um, so everyone's really like focused on that and focused on themselves that like they don't, I don't mean this in like a harsh way, but like they don't care about you or how you look and even though you might think that you look dumb or you said something stupid like it's really not that big of a deal like everyone's awkward and weird and trying to figure their way around all of this so genuinely don't worry about what other people are thinking of you um because i feel like that would have freed me to really pay attention to these important things like um the reporting options for sexual assault um, or, or even just like how to be smart about going out and the different like rules that Penn State has in place and even the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. Uh, I feel like that would have benefited me a lot, but I first needed to like free up my brain to actually focus on that conversation rather than focusing on what the person next to me thought of my outfit, you know? Absolutely. Absolutely. Those are, those are two really good, um, really good lessons that you are able to actually look back on. And especially now with the work that you're doing, um, are able to implement some new strategies and some new ways for students to be able to actually um, be rid themselves of, of that stigma or that notion that they have to be um, the best version of themselves at orientation, that it's like the first, you know, the first look, um, it's actually there for, for them to be successful. It's, it's there for them um, to have a, a, have a good, you know, Penn State career academically, socially, personally, uh, you know, every single way that you possibly can, uh, it is there for the betterment of them. So um, I want to go ahead and say thank you to Maddie and Nate for being here. Um, they are so awesome. They're really, really great. And yeah. It was great to be here, Jordan. Thanks for having us on the show. It is really great. Great to see. Yeah. Retweet what Nate said. Thanks for having us, Jordan. All right. See you at work tomorrow, everybody. See you at work. All right, and that's it for our interview with Maddie and Nate. We want to take the time out to thank them for coming on the show this week and sitting down and giving us some insight on extended orientation. They are doing some absolutely incredible work to ensure students just like themselves are going to have successful transitions to this university. 
Uh, just to give you a quick recap, extended orientation will play a vital part in providing an orientation experience with a university park-specific lens over it. It will have sessions covering topics such as diversity, equity, and inclusion, sexual assault prevention and response, drug and alcohol use and abuse, student resources, and so much more. All incoming first-year students will be required to attend and participate in extended orientation, and more information is available at welcomeweek.psu.edu under the Extended Orientation tab. Thanks for listening to the show. Again, if you have any questions or feedback on the show, you can go ahead and send me an email at jue56 at psu.edu. Next episode of Welcome Up, we're going to be covering PSU Arrival and what it is like to move to State College. We're really excited about that. Of course, Arrival starts August 17th, which means we will see you very, very soon. We are...